G'day punters, welcome to the Deep Dive, powered by punningforms.com. That's not right, Peter. G'day punters, welcome to the Deep Dive, powered by punningform.com.au, Australia's number one database, bruh. Um, it's what Pete uses, it's what I use, and uh, we're going to start over in Perth where punning forms telling me that front bar, the front bar, 1,000 metre race one, has run a bigger figure than the group one winter bottom winner in Graceful Girl. The biggest figure of the day, however, Pistol, yep. you're telling me, was actually an emergency for the winter bottom, and that's triple missile, who's yep. gone 10.5 above the all average, which... As we spoke about last week, it's a pretty big number for Perth. Absolutely. Uh, very big figure. As you said, the front bar, over 1,000, that horse has produced a, a massive figure. That's gone to a new level, this preparation. That's a serious horse. Probably see it in these races, the winter bottom next year. Um, triple missile. This is how my brain works, right? So I wanted to back Resort Man in that race at triple missile one. It's gone really well first up. It's gassed out over the last 200, follow it next start. I think it's come back really well. But I would have backed triple missile in the winter bottom, but it didn't get a start. But I didn't back yep. it in race three. Not sure. Why that. is that? Oh, I you just, I, I preferred, the, preferred the map of resort, man. I thought triple missile was probably about the right price. In the end, it was just, it was marginal value at the death. I think it got out to 380 late on the fair. Um, Secret Plan and Triple Missile are viewed as being much the same horse in terms of where they're going to map the runs they got last start. Secret Plan obviously had a slightly better run, but Triple Missile, the start before, was better than it. So, you know, they're basically the same horse. I had them marked the same price as a result. Um, but Triple Missile's got enormous here. In fact, it and all, all Day Session is run second and arguably should have gone closer. They were the two emergencies for the winter bottom and they've posted bigger overall figures on the day. So... I don't think it necessarily says much about them. They're obviously both very accomplished sprinters, but I think it says a lot about what the winter bottom was as a race. Uh, the the first five across the line have basically settled in the last six, seven in run. There's been a mid-race slowdown with uh, you know one and a half to 1.6 seconds slowdown there going in towards the corner with Will Chino, which was backed pretty heavily. Oh, let's talk about that for a second. Not I mean, like it's... Obviously, we're going to go all over the place today because that's what we normally do every, every day. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, how's we, we backed the Bleeder, yeah. which was Elite Street. Um, and, like, in the lead up in the last sort of 30 minutes, it's late in the day, you know, especially, you know, when you're betting like I am at Caulfield all day. There was a lot of money for the stable, mate. Yeah. And, you know, that scares the shit out of me. And, and I kept saying, so I kept yeah, trying yeah. to not annoy you, but I was trying to convey. Hey, man, I'm pretty nervous here. I mean, it was, it was an interesting move because it wasn't a day where you wanted to be inside. You had to really get out of the, those inside four lanes in the straight. It was difficult to win on speed. In fact, the only horse that won on speed was uh, there was Maricino and then there was also No White Flag, both ridden by Sean McGrady. That just shows how good he is on the leader. Um, the rest of the day, it was really difficult to win inside or on speed. And yet, Will Chino's crumbling in price. And look, the money wasn't wrong in a sense. If you were trusting on what it did last start in the start before, then it had to be firm in the market. The problem was, though, it was just profiling to have that flat run. Very fast tempo after very fast tempo. 1,200 was always an issue. Tick that box last start, then had to come back and do it again. Gate one, there was a few little queries there. The horse is a little bit slow away and 
all of a sudden Chris Parnham finds himself leading on the horse because no one else wanted to go forward and lead, which astonishing. You've got the favourite drawn one, isn't quick away, and all these other jockeys are looking going, hang on, we'll just wait for you to catch up. No, just get across and bury it. Like, that's yeah. your best chance of winning, surely. Especially considering, like, that apart from that no white, now white flag, um, no white flag, ooh, ooh, yeah. now white flag, apologies, yeah. punners, um, <laughs> is the only horse that's led and all yeah. settled rails and run yeah. and competed in the yeah. finish. So, yeah, if you're riding, uh, yeah. overall that things, move is weird. Two things come to mind: how frustrating it must be is that tactically you can see what should happen and it doesn't happen. Because yep. like in Melbourne, this horse is going to be buried. Yeah, exactly. And how does the market keep steaming this thing when it's going to be rails and run, and that's not the place to be? Yeah, it was almost just trusting that last figure as if it was going to reproduce it. Now, look, none of this field has reproduced their last figures. If you want to go out of those fast run races. So many of the horses weren't suited in run. There's just a car crash on the corner. There's horses blocked for runs all over the place. Elite Street, by for all intents and purposes, was winning the race on the turn. Oh, it was, then, it was winning the race. Um, I, th- I thought it was. I thought um, full credit and genuine full credit to Brad Rewilla. It was yep. a, a calm, calculated, uh, veterans ride. It was perfection until yep. the horse bled and stopped. Yep. I thought. I was very, very impressed with the whole thing, to be honest, until it stopped. You have a look at the last three runs of this preparation. Elite Street would have won the race if it produced any of the final split or the overall figure that what it's done so far, this preparation. It's basically lost four lengths in the last 200, and that's been pretty conservative. So what what we're sort of saying there as well is that basically we were right. Yes, but you can't always be right. There's always the little... But this time we were. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> and, and to articulate what Peter's talking about with the mid-race slowdown, the race leader went 10.48 from the 800 to the 600, which is as fast as horses can go, just about. And then from the 600 to the 400, the race leader went 12 seconds, yeah. which is an enormous slowdown. So it's like uh, those horses lead one-off lead, behind lead are like getting flushed backwards as the horses in the three wide line are still building that same amount of momentum. It looks like they're accelerating, but they're actually just maintaining the same tempo, but they're getting to sit a lot closer to, to the lead and they've got that good, powerful momentum. And if you compare that with the sectionals of the winner, it's 10.56 from the eight to the six and then 11.72. So that's probably, that's a much more normal split as what you'd see on that corner. Um, mm. But the difference is, you know, 0.4 of a second or so, it makes a it makes it really tough for those on speed to, to deal with that. And look, the run of Indian Pacific, there was three wide, no cover, had a mid-race slowdown and is still run sixth. It's absolutely enormous. Yeah. Um, which you've yeah. seen over, over East before. Indian Pacific, he probably hasn't produced his best figures, his preparation, but that was a big run and... Oh, we might have backed it or looked yeah. to back it down the straight. He ran second in a group one off the top of my head. Or was it a group two? But yeah, he, he went enormous at 20 to one or so. And I wouldn't be surprised if he turns up back over Easton so he can have some Flemington preps. A bit like Malibu style did for, for all those years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, off the Just a little bit off topic, but obviously the only topic that matters. How has the wagering or has the wagering changed with the minimum bet laws? 
Uh, it has to a certain extent. I actually noticed a few races on the day. I was thinking this looks a little bit stronger. There's a bit more happening on the fair, but I don't have any categorical numbers to back that up. And we've only had two meetings so far, but I'll look to do that probably uh, maybe in early Jan. I'll run through so I've got a, a good sample size and can run through what the fair's been doing late because I think that's probably the best indicator. The fair's typically been quite weak in Perth and even when they reduced commission on what you're paying um, on your winning bets, it didn't really seem to make any difference. But I suspect the minimum bet laws will make a difference when we get into that stage. It must also be said that a lot of the bookmakers are dragging their heels. I've had a number of complaints by people who are trying to get on for the minimum and have been palmed off by a customer service, um, either by pure ignorance or just laziness on their part. So I think we saw that in Victoria and other states when that first came in. But you know, pull your finger out. Let's get going already. Yep. Well said. Um, anything else we should touch on at Ascot? Uh, look, it was a pretty solid meeting. I know this is usually the lesser of the three meetings um, for the carnival, you know, for the three group one meetings, but there was some very competitive racing. God has chosen, um, is again, doing everything right, but we still haven't seen him in a fast tempo race to really see what's underneath the hood. So, you know, they're talking about a, a railway stakes campaign for him next year. So he still needs to prove himself over the fast tempos. Uh, Midnight Blue, although ran fourth, beaten as a short favourite in the JRA Trophy, is still very much on track for the Perth Cup. Um, just did everything he needed to. Wasn't really clear in the run and still run the sixth fastest last four and two on the card. So I think that's got uh, a lot of merit and... Yeah, like I said, we'll be following a couple of those horses out of race three, no doubt, because that was an enormous figure and performance on the cards. So, yeah, solid meeting overall. Can't wait to see Western Empire um, in the flesh this Saturday and just wreck the Kingston Town Classic. I think as, like, your, your punting ally, your closest, um, I am very excited for the next couple of weeks because there's a clear pattern here. It was fast, good racing, which is, like, genuinely strong form references, but there's a clear pattern that you, you'll be able to pick apart. Yep. And I'm pretty confident that you're going to have a good good little run off the back of that fast racing, but the clear patterns that make it pretty easy to identify, not suited, and now might be suited. Yeah, the track's playing perfect. You know, it had a few mm. like slow meetings there to start with where it was a little bit choppy, but um, the, the track has been absolutely elite over the last month. Um, so we're seeing that reflected in the data. Full credit to the Perth Racing uh, track management staff. Full credit. All right, now. Caulfield. Was there anything happening at Caulfield besides Glenn Boss retiring? And giving himself full credit for the ride he gave Spanish Mission, which I thought was just phenomenal behaviour. Like to, It was um, absolute peak bath, bubble bath and Dutch rudder and gear at, <laughs> at Caulfield on Saturday. Everyone was extremely happy with their own work. Um like, fancy getting rolled on a $1.50 shot and coming up and patting yourself on the back. <laughs> That's amazing stuff. And no, no one questioned it. Play on. Last Full day of school. Got his and... kit off. Only thing he kept on <laughs> by the time he got in the jockey streams was his pants. Like, he was half <laughs> nude. It was amazing stuff. Oh, scenes at Caulfield. Um, just let me read this to you, Peter. Spanish Mission. Yep. Performed below market expectations. Rider Glenn Boss reported that his mount travelled well throughout and relaxed until passing the 400 when the horse failed to respond to his riding as expected. A post-race veterinary examination failed to reveal any abnormalities. A swab sample was taken for analysis. Trainer Peter Moody reported the horse did not show a good turn of foot today. 
Oh, really? Well, they've gone a million Re minutes slow. Remember that bit. Remember that bit. <laughs> um, but had pulled up well and will be spelled for an autumn campaign aimed at the... No, not the Jericho. I'll just put that in there. Um, he indicated, <laughs> should anything come to light during the week, which may have affected the horse's performance, he will notify the stewards. Well... Something has come to light which would have hurt the horse's chances of performing well. And it's not in the stewards' report. I don't know why. This is a, a, a stain on the sport. It's a huge... The gap between fact and what is reported and accepted is, is widening and it's humongous. I'm watching NFL on three screens right now and if there's a drop ball, the referee... like they'll Someone will go back and... and who's not even on the field and review it, then the referee will communicate to me, the viewer, and teach me the sport, right? Yeah. It's a fact. This is embarrassing for the sport and for the growth of the game. So if a young punter or a new punter reads that and then clicks on clicks onto the punting form data or any sort of data or the dot-com data, Spanish Mission... Went 26 lengths slower to the 600 in this race than it did in the Melbourne Cup. 26 lengths. Yeah. It's as big a gap as I've ever seen. Spanish Mission closed faster at Caulfield, which would make sense, than it did at Flemington. It actually had a good turn of foot. Like it, it, uh, uh, <laughs> the, the last 600 section is really solid. It's of a good horse. <laughs> like it, it did have a turn of foot, Peter. Yeah. Bossy, it did respond to your riding, mate, but it was just so slow early on that they all responded because you're, you're on an elite stayer that the market said it's a fifty chance because it's proven it can handle like a proper tempo and outstay its rivals. It hasn't proven to anyone in Australia, maybe not even in Europe, that it can sustain a, a walk and then, and then also sprint really fast. What about uh, poor old warning? You know, led last start with Nash on board, going 10 lengths faster to 600. Here he doesn't lead, sits what leaders back. Cover, cover, Peter. Got cover. Got cover. But only just went 20 lengths slower than what it did start before. He must have just been going, oh, just, am I even here? Am I awake? It's, it's astonishing stuff. Yeah. Um, it's not good enough anymore. The, the sectionals are on the screen when I'm watching the race. Now, you can dispute whether they're right or wrong, but... Say they're within, you know, a club or two of being right, they're good enough to use. Yeah. And it can identify why this horse failed. And, and, and going that slowly in a race isn't acceptable. And, like, full credit to Glenn Boss, an amazing career. One of the characters that got me hooked on the sport, to be honest, his rides on Macaiba Deva were brilliant. His, his best is the best, I reckon, just about. But he is none from his last sort of 70. <laughs> um, but the fact that he's so great and it clearly doesn't count it scares me because he is top elite rider it's probably one of the, the great unknowns of racing though isn't it if you can predict tempo accurately you'd be a trillionaire 100% yeah, like, no he, he has got it. the tempo completely wrong a lot of them yeah. have he's then given himself full credit and, and got half nude it's amazing like it's just amazing i think that the sport though as a whole the data the sectional data which which the uh, dot com to its credit is moving towards 
and the betting data is what separates this sport as a something to consume from other sports. Yep. But it, it, we can worry about all the other Dutch ruddering that goes on in this game, but this is the stuff that's going to move the needle and, and get new eyeballs. Like the, Every other sport will follow the lead of the NBA and the NFL, the AFL, the NRL. It'll go to the next, the next level, and that's what you're competing with on a Saturday for at least two-thirds of, the, of a year. Yep. So. I just hope that someone who can influence this change sooner rather than later. I feel sorry for the stewards because they look they look stupid and they are not. Yeah. But they're doing the best they can with like with what they've got. Okay. Well, look, that was the disappointment, so to speak, of Zipping Classic Day, which is now at Caulfield, and you know, all the other races were on the card as well. Like Enthar's gone best of the day and in a listed race and there was also Cinewan in the last has gone well and the Kevin Heffernan but oh it's a confused like just I'm coming from the mindset of like getting new people into the sport because I watched it with my dad who's not a racing person mm. the Sandown Cup was run in race 2 at Caulfield yep the Sandown Guineas was run like it's, it's just weird isn't it oh I mean I thought it was weird timing I mean I said it last week for me it felt like as a neutral, as a West Australian, it felt like I've got no interest in this Caulfield meeting because the carnival's already finished, yet here are carnival horses running a month after the carnival's finished. Yeah, so I think they've actually achieved their goal because there was a good meeting. There were good horses. I think Enthar's a really nice horse. I'll quickly review it then. Let's 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 leave it. Enthar, yep. really good horse. John McNeil's ride on Stainham was elite. Johnny yeah, Allen's great, ride on it? Quantum Mechanic was really good too, but they went really slow on that race. And to, to Jai's credit, full credit to Jai, he was one back, one off, not last. If he yep. was last, he's not winning. Great ride, Jai, and thank you, because I needed it. Um, we're going to cap off. The the winning months consecutively is going to end uh, this month. We're going to lose. But um, it was nice to just win again on a Saturday. Uh, thank you, Jai. Couldn't find anything um, today to get yourself out of it. No, well, <laughs> full credit to Jackson for not ending. Um, full credit to Jackson for handling yesterday, which was Sunday, uh, as well as he did. I, I don't think like, I could probably dig one up. I don't reckon I've ever provided a better set than what he. It was just about all him yesterday. Yeah. We took five dollars into horses that started at dollar ninety, and we ended up spending twelve and a half units, which could have returned a profit for the month just about, and we ended up losing four. Back to the review of Caulfield, Peter. Yep. Uh, Enthar, Enthar, outstanding. Uh, Ollie's ride, the, the first two-year-old, outstanding. Jai's ride on the Godolphin horse, not outstanding, so that was bad, Jai, there. I think that they're the two that, that can be followed out of that race. Um, Sinawan, uh, I think Enthar's, Enthar's a genuine horse out of the meeting. The, the Zipping Classics are just like just the tempos. Wow, 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 wow. We um we backed Enthar early this prep, did we not? I and backed it to beat. Um, was below expectations. Another good horse. So it was all right at um Flemington. Yeah. And it got killed by it. See, this was not to get too deep, but they can cut this off if you want. This is where it's getting confusing. Where like the the sort of systemized, um, automated as much as we can, so we we learn and keep the same structure. It's not finding this sort of horse as much as I want them to find it, but this is ticking boxes to me. Like it's back to it's back around the bend. It's got a nice SP profile. The form's nice. The map's good. Positive switches. 
yeah, I want to be with it. But it, yeah, so that's something internally that um, Jackson and I, particularly, and you will be working on the next sort of couple of weeks. Yep. Um, whether that's like tinkering for different tracks a little bit more, or I'm not quite sure yet. But um, particularly Caulfield seems to be a track where you can, well, I can, t- like the bend them to what I want with a lot more success than if I was to bend them to what I want at Mooney Valley or Flemington, I often am wrong. Yep. But if like that gun stock, the Caulfield cup day, we didn't find it the, the, the standard way, but I wanted to back it. Yep. Things like that. Whereas at, but at Flemington, that's not working that way. This, the, the structured way is far superior. So, um, yeah, that's just some of the more interesting stuff for us that people probably don't give a shit about. But, um, I am looking forward to figuring that out to be honest. Okay. Well, week ahead, you've got, Ararat tomorrow, Geelong Wednesday, uh, Wangaratta Thursday. You've got Mornington and the Valley Friday. Pakenham stall. Imagine you're probably going to be focusing more on stall on Saturday, and then Bansdale, as well as is that Bendigo. I've got like a sponsor in front of it. No, Werribee. It's Werribee on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, get like all the sponsors. It's like I don't know where that is. Oh, I've got to click it. There you go. I clicked it. It's Werribee Cup Day. Um, it's not an exciting week in Victoria. Pakenham is the worst Saturday meeting of the year, every year. Yeah. Um, Pakenham has just actually received a two-month ban from from Jackson and I. It received it on Thursday. It, it actually received it the week before, and somehow it <laughs> slipped through. <laughs> and, and little cheeky fucker got another one over us. But it's been banned for two months. So Jackson might go and do Manning Out Mail, but I won't be... Um, watching it on the upside though the next two weeks you've got Sandown hillside wednesday valley friday night flemington saturday so you've got that the next two weeks it's glorious yeah. it's glorious so you just freshen up baby and what's going to happen peter is the, the captain's picks which are going really really well if elite street didn't bleed it would have been a, a big fat fill on um saturday but profitable through the two weeks lost maybe a unit on saturday but uh be a lot of focus this week on on picking apart your brain. Probably going to try and venture into Queensland um, with the assistance of Shane. Maybe New South Wales. I'll let them both go on Saturday because I was just like, it's too wet, surely. Well, yeah. And full credit to them. I think they both won and won well. Yeah. So full credit to everyone. Um, yeah. What else? Now that's it. I think we've run out of credits to full. Or to Phil. Yeah. Full, full credit to the interns. They're dominating. And we love them. And I appreciate them. I know you do too, Peter. I do. I do. Full credit to Aaron Rogers bouncing back. God bless you, Aaron. You in Vermectum inserting, ingesting big dog. Um, and full credit to Gareth Hall, your hard working man. We admire that. Um, that's probably all I've got. Bye for now. I miss you. I'm very. I miss you a lot, and I'm worried about this new strain of COVID and what McGowan's going to do. I don't think I'm ever going to see you again, am I? I've got to make a call in Jan as to whether or not I oh, get on. 2022 is like, yeah, 2022 could be a bet, you know. Yeah, actually, the best case scenario. No, 2023. I mean, 2023. I mean, I mean, the whole next year might be fucked. He might not let you leave. Best case scenario yeah, is well, that who knows? I think COVID gets into WA and then it's like, well, what does it matter? And I'll just venture back, lock myself into my South Yarra little Sen garden and stay there for the next four years. No, nah, you're quarantining in the pod. Then you can go to South Yarra. I need to say I miss you, <laughs> little hot show. <laughs>
We're just talking right to ourselves now. It's great. <laughs> hey, you know, stop watching. And um, Yuri Trader or Frida, Frida Slays, get in touch. Get on the show. Mum will let you. <laughs>